Welcome back. Welcome back. I know we have been gone for a rip because when I tell you life karate kicked the shit out of me, it karate kicked the shit out of me. We'll get into story time next time. But we are back with Brunch on Sundays. It's your two favorite hosts, Rhino and the cat queen herself. And uh, I mean, what's been going on lately? I mean, anything fun that you've done recently? I mean, the two of us just went to Roll Aloud. Not that, not that long ago. We just had Roll Aloud. We, we had us a good time, a little ha ha kiki. Um, you know. Quick little sidebar about Rolling Loud. Let me tell you something. I'm not old in years on this earth, but I felt old as fuck. No. Driving Rolling Loud, bro. Cause like, you kind of. Honestly, this me. Rolling Loud was a little bit different. Like, you warned me, but you didn't warn me, bro. Because normally when I go to roll, normally when I go to roll aloud, it's rolling aloud Miami. And okay, for lack of a better word, if you're not of the, if you're not 21, there's no point in going to Miami. Like, oh, okay. right. So the rolling aloud Miami crowd is a little bit different. You have a sprinkling of youth, but for the most part, everybody's typically 23 and older. Okay. Um. Well, that was a lot of young boys in that joint. Yeah. One girl I saw, I said, how old? She's like, I'm 15. I said, oh, wait a minute. But she's with her parents. She was with her parents. Her, I guess a family that rages together stays together. But on the topic of raging, this episode will be a little different than usual. I mean, let's talk about it. Because, I mean, we all all know what we've seen in the news with the whole Travis Scott and Astral World. And, you know, how that all transpired, you know, RIP to the victims, you know, and to the people that lost their lives. And I mean, a lot of people have a lot of opinions about what happened and what should have happened and what didn't happen. So, I mean, I know that you live this lifestyle. Like, you, you, you go to, you know, festivals and stuff like that. So, what's your take on it? My take on it is the festival organizers, security or lack of security, the Houston PD and Travis Scott are all at fault. And I'm going to say this. I go to festivals that have 50, 60,000 people all the time. I never saw anything like the videos that were coming up from Mm -hmm. this festival. Even before um, the instance of people passing out in the crowd, just when I, the first video I saw that was circulating was when people broke down the gate to get inside. they break down a gate to get inside or they broke down a gate to get into VIP. So I from what from what I've gathered, they broke down the gate to get inside because they didn't want to stand in the general admission line. Like the okay. general admission line was that long yeah. that they were just like, we're gonna break this out and go this way. Right. Mm. Um, which is troublesome. Now, I'm not gonna say. Like I said, Roman Lau's my thing. I've been to about four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been to Made in America Day in Vegas. I've been to enough festivals to know right. people being impatient is not uncommon. Right. However, the amount of people who broke down the gate and continued to rush was unsettling. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was like Rolling Loud 2018. Yeah, it was the first time they had it at Hard Rock. Um, a small group of people pushed down a gate. I want to say it was maybe like 20 of them. I'm going to say mm-hmm. 20. 20 minutes later, you would have never known that gate was broken out and all 20 of those people were barred from the festival. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't play. 
And I'm just like, okay, but to see that and see the people like getting stepped on and all that. And I'm just like, it's seeing this, it's seeing these people that important to you in your life. Like, is that what you have to live for that you lack all human decency? Right. So I'm just like that. And then we saw the videos. I'm not going to really go into it, but the people dancing on the top of the ambulance while they were trying to get through, I was just like, and do you know that young man, one of those young men released a statement? Saying what? Pretty much saying he was trying to, what was, I'm paraphrasing, but you're going to be equally disgusted with my paraphrase. Um, he was trying to rage. It's not his fault that soft ass pussies were at the festival Yikes. and not real ragers. I was here to have a good time. If you don't like it, I don't care, but condolences. And I was just like, mm. you can't finish that with but condolences because the entire premise of your statement is that, oh, if you got injured, you're a pussy. So you and your condolences can go kick rocks and you can go, you know, stub your pinky toe and choke on ice. Um, because that's, 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 I mean, so like I said, Roman Law was my, it wasn't my first concert, but it was my first festival. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you were there Friday when J. Cole was on. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it was a lot of motherfuckers over there. Like, it, it, it was packed. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we had some, we had some fucking decency. Like, like, all right, you know, it was a lot of us, but like, we ain't acting damn fool. So... so- Speaking of acting a fool, so I want to say it was Thursday when 50 Cent. So I knew that me and my home, the homegirl I went with, my wanted to be closer up to the stage for 50 Cent. We didn't want to be up against the barricade because once you're up against the barricade, essentially there's no way out unless everybody leaves or security decides to pull you out. And being pulled out by security is not a fun experience because essentially you're getting for you're getting pulled over a barricade like a child. (laughs) Okay. Like I gotta ask these men to help me get out. Like, no. Oh, help. Pick me up. <laughs> Basically, that's what it is. If if you've never seen it, like I went to, I think it was like, I think it was a Fetty Wap concert or something like that. Fetty. Speaking of that, that man down bad. He gonna down bad. He's gonna be in jail for a minute. That man, that man is going to prison. <laughs> Yo. He is facing football numbers. Bro, when so like I'm you know, waiting for the, you know, I'm all right, fuck it. I got, I mean, you get the schedule, so you pick who you want to go see. So, yeah. I, you know, pick, all right, you know what? I can go see Fetty Wap. I haven't seen Fetty, you know, it, it took me back to, like, 2015. Like, all right, mm-hmm. Fetty Wap Nothing. I'm like, huh, okay. All right, didn't show up, all right. Maybe something happened. Whatever. I'm scrolling on a gram. In the shade room, come up, Fetty Wap arrested. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, like, no wonder y'all ass ain't making a fucking concert. I said, okay, uh, oh shit, FBI drugs across straight line. Yeah, he's like, 100 keys. Bro, I said, 100 keys? Oh, this man is super fucked. So we were closer towards the stage for 50 Cent. And the thing is, you can see the crowd different. So a lot of the people that were close to the stage for 50 Cent were my age and older. So let's okay. say, I'm going to say like 25 and older, which is a, but roughly about right, because we would have remembered when 50 Cent dropped Get Richard Die Trying. Like, exactly. we would have remembered that. So when he first goes on, it's a vibe. 
it's a vibe. Nobody's really pushing anybody. Of course, you have the people who are trying to squeeze their way to get to the front. But so for it the fucking most- makes me so mad. Because, all right, if you wasn't already here, boo-boo, like, don't kind <laughs> of push past because you ain't getting the spot you wanted. I'm going to elbow, like, six, I'm gonna listen, I don't want to have to go into my North Philly back. Like, I really don't. <laughs> but I'm going to elbow a bitch because, bro, I was here. I got my spot. And they you be trying to push. Because you ain't get your spot. So there were a couple of times throughout that whole, I'm like, all right, motherfucker, listen, you got one more time to fucking bump me before I elbow shit out you. Right? So we were there. And then when they brought out eight, when he brought out a boogie, first of all, you could tell people, you could tell people who were fans and people who just wanted to be in the front for the sake of being in the front. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. all of a sudden they tried to start raging the a boogie now. I'm a rager. I do it. You don't rage to a boogie. He makes R and B rap. Like, what are we? <laughs> I love a boogie, but realistically, like his music and Travis Scott music are two very different spectrums of rap and vastly different. So it's not. So that was that. And then I was in the. They're raging. So okay, cool. I'm in the midst of like either putting taking my phone out of my fanny pack or putting it in. I can't remember. Yeah. And all of a sudden. I hear the beat drop and I said, this song sounds familiar. And then I realized it's ASAP Rocky. The crowd goes sick. And when I mean sick to the point where I get me and Maya get shifted like a good 15 feet from where we were originally standing. Mm -hmm. Because when you're in the crowd like that, the crowd just moves. At At some point you just lose control and you have to essentially go with the same move as the crowd. Baby. So me and her, we're locking arms to make sure that we don't lose each other because you don't want to lose your friend in the mosh pit. That's what you don't want to do because the likelihood of you getting them back before the end of the set is slim to none. (laughs) And then when the baby came on, it just went, I got moved forward and into the left. And then there was this, I remember vividly, there was this young lady behind me and the look of horror on her face, like, she was not expecting that she was having a whole panic attack so me, what I found up for. me and the people that i were with we're trying to let she's just like i need to get out i need to get out and i'm telling her i said well don't go to the front that's worse try to go this way so i'm directing her it took it took all of 30 seconds out my day to direct this woman out to get her to safety that's what i'm talking about human decency all of 30 seconds right all of 30 seconds where was the decency at astro world and not saying that Everybody knew what was going on because, right. for example, I didn't know that they were fighting that money bag yo set. They were I, fighting. Yeah. They were fighting. I did not know because of where I was in conjunction with the stage. Okay. So for somebody later had to tell me, oh, yeah, they were fighting them. I was like, they was fighting. And then I went and, and signed on Instagram. I said, oh, they really was fighting at money bag yo, I guess. I guess I thought a broke nigga said something was for real. Like I don't, I don't know. So I get that. But at the same time, like I said, it takes all of 30 seconds to have human decency. Also, people need to stop going to these events and expecting personal space. Right. Here's what I mean by that. We were up by the stage whatever it was an older woman and she had an attitude with everybody she's just like why is everybody so close it's covid this Baby. this that and the third what was you expecting when you signed up for rolling loud now now i know some people who stayed in the back at all the sets like you right. know just right they didn't really want to be close to people but 
stop going to these events and then getting mad that people are in your personal space and then wanting to fight about it. Okay. And these men, let, let's talk about these toxic men. <laughs> oh, Lord. What do you talk to Negroes in there now? I was saying, had a conversation with a group of people and I said, Travis Scott's male fan base, I'm going to say his male fan base. Okay. Spews toxic masculinity. <laughs> and why is that? And I'm going to say this. When I rem- we were waiting for Chief Keith, who never showed up. He didn't, but I mean, I can only imagine the uh, in, insane brand of niggotry that would have been present. Had oh, Chief Keith at Rolling Loud is fun. <laughs> I bet it is. I legit watch this dude. He has to be 6'5". I'm going to say 6'5", because that's typically my favorite height. He has to be 6'5". I watched this 6'5 man push this 5'1 girl out the way. And I'm not talking about some, oh, he bumped her by mistake. I'm talking about he legit pushed her out the way. I need to get close to Travis Scott. For what? For what? For why? You're a man. He not paying no attention. No, no, he not. <laughs> and then even, I don't know, did you stay for Travis Scott set or were you going oh, no. by it? Let me tell you something. I looked at it and I said, yo, I want to see Travis, right? But I felt my feet. <laughs> I felt my back. I felt my legs. Not All at once. And the motherfucker was like, bro, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but it might be time to take your black ass home. Now, what ended up actually happening, I would have pushed through. Like, but that hour and some change gap, no, no. Yo, that hour and some change gap was treacherous. Because I was just like, when I saw this change, because I want to say Rowdy came on at what, seven? Right. And then um, Travis was to come on at nine. So right. I said, I know Rowdy not about to be on for two hours. Like, exactly. I know that he's not going to be on for two hours. So he was on for what, 30, 45 minutes? Maybe. I, mean, I don't know. All I know is he was on stage. I went to the bathroom, got some food, and he was gone. <laughs> So that's why I really didn't stay. Like I said, the biggest well, thing I stayed. The biggest thing for me was Friday. J. Cole. I said, I don't give a fuck. Come hella high water. I will be there for J. Cole. It was pouring down buckets. It I'm was. I had to leave at one point. I said, I've seen Cole enough. Wow. Maybe. I was there the entire fucking set. I did not care. I said, look. I don't know if I'm about nobody else that much that's here. So, like, if, we, if, I, if I gotta make a decision as uh, so to am I gonna, you know, suffer through or go home, everybody not named Jermaine, listen, I'm sorry. I see you another time. But because it was cold, the shit was lit. He brought out Bob, he brought out, you know, you, I mean, the part that you saw, it was lit. So, like, I'm like, fuck it. I'm here. It was worth it. Now, granted, got back to the hotel and died. Literally and figuratively. Yo, because like, I was texting. I was like, "You good? You straight?" No, nigga, no, we the next day. Nigga, I was dead. I said, bruh, bruh, my body. Like, like, you was nigga, dead after the first day. If we gonna call a spade a spade, I'm like, we gonna do this again. It's ah. <laughs> <laughs> a lifestyle. I told you, come Sunday, your body's gone. And then, do you know I? Do you know I left New York at seven o'clock in the morning? came back to Connecticut and then worked the eight-hour shift? Because you fucking different. 
wouldn't be my back yet. I'd call festivals don't is that. a lifestyle. Like I said, it's a lifestyle. But, so I stayed for Travis's set. Okay. And well, let's run this back. So the first time I saw Travis was in 2018. Rolling out, he was a headliner. Now this is before he actually dropped the album Astro World. So he was the headliner. It was the second day I rolled out. We just had a great day. Um, and in Miami, it's a lot of grass. Like you're out in the grass. That's what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting concrete that fucked up. Concrete jungle. But there's grass. So and there's a lot of places to sit in the back and actually watch the show. Okay. So we're sitting and then it's my sister. She's just like, oh, let's get up a little closer because it's me, her and two friends. Let's get up a little closer to, to Travis. Like I've never seen him before. Blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, okay, cool. I will stay through a whole little Yachty set. I will stay through a trippy red set. I will rage to Uzi set and not be in fear of my life. He got on the stage and the first song was cool. And then I vividly remember him saying, open it up, open it up. And they're a massive. I tell you, Yo, I've seen multiple videos of him doing that. Massive pit emerges. And he says, we're not going to stop raging until I see the blood pouring from your faces. Hello. That was my cue to get the fuck out of Dodge. That was my cue. Now listen, here we go, right? Now I get it. He probably didn't actually mean it like that, right? However, if we gonna sit here and call 45 and his orange ass to the carpet for inciting what happened in the Capitol, then Travis, I'm sorry. But Travis has been in trouble for inciting a riot. In 2017 in Nebraska at one of his shows, he was charged with inciting a riot. I've I've said this before. I love... I'm not going to say I'm not a Travis fan. I do listen to his music. However, I'm not one of those fans. The fans that he has that like to rage like that is dangerous. Especially because he doesn't stop a show. He don't give a fuck what he's seen. He does not stop a show. Now, he can say all he wants that he didn't know about the deaths. And I understand that you possibly didn't. I would hope that on the grand scheme of things, he didn't. But I knew that I know for a fact that you heard about the injuries and what the fuck was going on. All you had to do was stop the show. You didn't have to end it. You could have put a pause on it, pin in it. Hey, let these people gather themselves. And for people saying, oh, no, that's not how shows work. You're a lie. 2018 Rolling Loud. Tory Lane stopped the show because people were getting pressed up against the barricade. Stop the show had the creators of Rolling Loud come out and tell everybody that they need to step back or the show will not continue. Oh, shit. You can do it. If little pump Trump supporting ass can stop a show to help somebody who's having a seizure, you can stop a show even with some shit that you can't see. And then his the video of his videographer telling the people to get off that were telling him, ayo, people are passing out. Right. I'm like... It goes to the point where at what point enough is enough. Granted, injuries happen at festivals. I'm not going to say all festivals are injury-free. Like, you scuff your knee. Like, I think it was the second day of Roll Aloud, this dude had fell, and he scraped his knee on the concrete, so he was bleeding. Okay. 
who fine whatever we had the first day where we didn't know what that we didn't know if the dude was drunk or he got knocked out whatever (laughs) you know who i'm talking about where the dude was standing over him waiting for security definitely know what the fuck i said what my business (laughs) i said what is going on injuries happen injuries in that capacity i'm saying right 300 people were treated at the scene you don't think a problems with that that's rare and then for the ragers you could still have fun and be conscious of other people's safety like right right we were at a uzi we were at uzi set a dude actually fell like he legit fell (laughs) we're like hey stop stop let him get up he gets up we continue with the night Mm. what does it cost it doesn't cost anything it doesn't cost anything. You're not going to not have a good night if you help somebody. Now, do I say some of these children at Rolling Loud New York were ruthless? Yes. Especially when it came to getting that train home. Bruh. Bruh. First of all, a dude, I don't even know, maneuvered himself in between me, me and my brother. Like you maneuvered himself in between me and my brother to get on the train. Not the issue. The issue was you pushed my friend out the way to get on the train. I'm just like, we're on tracks, like, and we were at the last car, so she was, potentially could have fallen onto the fallen onto the tracks. Yeah. And I'm like, we have people have to do better. I think COVID has people forgetting everybody being inside so long has some people forgetting what human decency is. You know, I can't even blame that on COVID though, because the one thing that I learned is that people were assholes, like. It, it, well, it, I it, am too, but shit. No, but like, and it's funny because don't get me wrong, I'm not about to sit here and act like our generation was perfect or whatever, because I know for a fact that we fucked up too. But like, we had some kind of code of conduct of things that we would and wouldn't do. And it just seems like these new young boys out here now don't give a fuck about nothing. And, you know, it, it just permeates in every aspect of life. Like, again, we keep talking about human decency and, you know, consideration, but a lot of these motherfuckers don't got that. Like, it, it, it's, it's really crazy to see. And, like, when you go to, like, festivals like that and you see the different generations present, it's like, yo, like, all right, I can tell you are not my generation because you act like a goddamn fool. Like, so, I mean, you know, going back to the whole world thing, you know, the first thing I thought of was, okay, well, people died. So no matter what, somebody is going to be held accountable. Right. Yes. Like that, that, that just is what it is. Now, like I said, you know, I read plenty of tweets about it from, you know, people that support it, you know, that support Travis, people that don't. And I'm like, either way, it's his event. Right. Mm-hmm. So, even if it wasn't his fault, the fact that he is the, the headline, whatever the case may be, it's going to fall at his feet. Yeah, most um, definitely. So you got that, and then you got, okay, well, there were reports that it was severely understaffed, which seems to be a common thing with everything in, in America right now. You know, you, you go to a fast food restaurant, some of them closing early because they don't have enough workers to cover mm-hmm. since. So, like, I get that, too, but there's no way... If, if you're that understaffed, either you got the festival cut, shouldn't have happened, right? Either you got to cut back on how many people you allow it to buy tickets, or you, you know, 
You got to do something. But there's no way because you, you always have to account for human error and human stupidity. Like that's the one consistent about anything. I mean, you know, I, I plant events on a smaller scale, but at the same time, it's like you got to take into account someone's probably more than likely going to do some dumb shit. So Most definitely. let me just plan for the dumb shit so that that way, if it does happen, I'm not caught unaware. And that's what I find happened. I mean, unfortunately, you know, people lost their lives. And I mean, that that that's a, that that's the core thing for me. Like, yeah. You know, anytime somebody or you know people lose lives, I'm like, damn, bro, like we all here trying to have fun, and then shit goes left. Like, my, I agree with you 100. percent I'm just like, I think my thing is with it is Eve. I just went to a festival. We had no issues. <laughs> right. And I mean, just went, we just went to a festival. It's okay. It's okay to not get as much money just to preserve people's safety. Right. So if Astro World, let's say Astro World only sold, because I think it was like 60,000 tickets they sold. Let's say Astro World didn't sell 60,000 tickets. Let's say it sold 45. You still made enough fucking money. <laughs> Yeah. And then even with the not even just the performances, um, I heard people were in the merch line for six hours. Yeah, I, listen, I can believe it though. That fucking the the non-VIP merch line at Royal Bruh. No, but people weren't in there for six hours. Bruh, I seen that shit. I said, <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> I heard people were in there for six hours. There's a story of one guy who signed up to be a security guard and quit halfway through the shift because of how severely un- understaffed and unsafe the conditions were. Is that Astroworld or Rule Out? Astroworld. Roll Out didn't have these issues. I saw way too many security at motherfucking Roll Out. I said, damn. Listen, you add, add on to that, though. Apparently, they were talking about how motherfuckers were like, trying to inject people with eels and shit. I'm like, whoa. Which is, an, which is another thing. Like, I understand festival drug culture. That's what I'm going to call it. I understand festival drug culture. If you want to roll or if you want to do ketamine or you want to be on Molly, you want to do coke, cool, fine, whatever. I technically don't agree with it. Mm, no. <laughs> but if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Now you're forcing it upon other people and it's just like... What type of what type of vibe? What type of time are you on that you think that that's okay? Crazy ass time, cause shit. Oh yeah, I'm gonna eject random people with drugs. And, 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 and you think that that's okay? <laughs> like what, bro? Again, that's what I'm saying. So like, while of course you know you can blame you know Travis, the planning company, the security company, and whoever the fuck else that has a hand in planning this. Again, you you cannot ignore the fact that humans are assholes. Like humans, like, and I hate to say this, but like every day I wake up and I'm like, yo, every day I walk this earth, there is something that happens that contributes to why I continue to lose faith in humans in general. Like, I be sitting there like. Damn, dog! Like, is is being nice to each other that hard of a thing to do? Like, 
it it takes zero time to be nice to somebody it takes zero effort like no i'm not saying you got to go around kissing everybody ass but like i'm not saying kiss nobody ass but but i'm saying the basic decency and i just feel i just feel that that was lost at that festival and i'm just like I know how many friends, I'm going to use air quote friends, I made at festivals. Oh, you need help getting out? Come on, follow me. Like, oh, I need a water. Can you help me get a water? This, this, that, and the third. Oh, I fell. Help me get up. <laughs> oh, I fell. I said, I be help. Let me help you. Or old girl who lost both of her shoes and was walking around in plastic bags. I don't know what's with these children losing their shoes. So I didn't go on fraud though. So like at one point I was going back to the VIP section from I think getting food or something. And I definitely witnessed a domestic. And like <laughs> so like it was a domestic in the inverse. So like typically you hear domestic you think male, female, but it was definitely female to male. And like oh, yeah, which is a couple. <laughs> so like I'm walking and they cross my path. I'm like, all right, whatever, it's, it's cool. But like I've never seen a grab slap punch combo that fast. Like he had long ass dreads. Like I mean, his, the, the length of his dreads where I aspire for my dreads to get to. But like she yanked his shit, said whatever the fuck she had to say, and it was a smack punch. I said, "Oh shit, let me let me get the safety. This is too much. This is too much. <laughs> let me get to safety." Like I want him to look at me, look at him, get his ass whooped. I said, ooh, let me avoid eye contact. I don't see nothing. I'm going to this head gate to get through because, ooh, I mean, damn, dog. I, it was super crazy. But like I said, you know, it, it just, everybody that went and partook in the craziness are at fault for what transpired. Um, there, there is no one group that is blameless in this and you know it's it's just sad i mean okay so also to be fair i think personally that there should be a at least 18 or over <laughs> oh people are not ready for that conversation because i've been saying that for it, years it's just way, it's way too much shit going on at these for you to be having children like i'm sorry but <clears throat> they have children like i know, think it was made in america i was at and I was having a conversation with Day, and you know me, I'll be being explicit, talking crazy, whatever, whatever. And this mom, she's just like, oh, do you mind? My son's here. And I turn around, this child cannot be no more than 10. And I gave her a few choice words. Of course. <laughs> and my thought was, why What's do you have a name? child at right. this festival? Like, right. oh, he and wants <clears throat> That's another thing, too, though, because I remember back when we were coming up, right? You had to aspire to get to an age because when you got to that age, it gave you access to different things. And now they're just giving it to all the kids. Like When I was 15, I couldn't do certain shit that I could do at 18. And that was okay. It was like, all right, fuck it. Like, when I get to 18, bet I'm going to do that. Same thing with 21, so, you know, and so forth and so forth. And I'm just like, <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's one thing to say a concert, okay? A concert is one thing. You, you know, you, you sit your ass down, whatever, cool. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. It wasn't until driving up the road, I'm listening to some songs. I'm like, huh, 
Now I get why the adults around me were trying to figure out why the fuck I was singing that song. Now yeah. I get it. And at first, I didn't. I'm like, how the fuck are you going to make this? Uh-oh. Okay. Now I get it. Okay, cool. But fine. You know, you, you let your kids listen to it. You are a parent. You let your, your kids listen to it. Whatever the fuck they want to listen to, that's on you. I mean, the same argument they had about why. Look, you can make your kids turn that shit off, but I mean, if not, you just fuck up. Like, it is what it is. But my thing is, you know, concert, one thing, but like these festivals where all kinds of shit going on, kid to. drugs, or, I don't think anybody under the legal age of 18 should be allowed to go. I just don't. Okay, I or, 100% agree. Cause or even... if you're hell bent on keeping that, then you have to have, when they get a wristband and they have a certain section just mm-hmm. for them, they shouldn't be able to mangle because again, too much shit can go wrong. Unfortunately, we live in a world where it's easy to spot the younger ones, and there are predators out there that will do some fucked up shit to somebody's child. So, no. I mean, they know those adults too, but I'm just saying, it's even worse when you have children there. Like, no. I'm sorry, but I just, me personally, I'm going 18 over route. You gotta be 18 in order to come from this festival. I really feel these festivals need to be 21 plus, but we're not going to talk about that. I mean, that's fair too. That way you can, I mean, because I mean, I know I had to get a wristband over, make sure you're 21. Well, if you made the age requirement 21 and over, you wouldn't have to do that. Like, because, I, and then the thing is, oh, here's the crazy thing about the 21 wristband. So you had to get a wristband to be 21, right? Mm-hmm. You can only, however, you can, um, if you had, if your drink came in a can, so whether it was a Four Loco, because they was running rampant there. They, wow. With them well, Four Loco's a sponsor, so it makes sense. A Four Loco, a beer, or like a seltzer. Okay. If it came in a can, you could leave. But if it came in a cup, you had to stay. I said, who's to say how many Four Locos have been purchased for teenagers here? Right. And because, oh, well, it's in a can, they can leave. Kids is out here running rampant. Right, like they was already high because I ran into one girl. She tried to tell me she was eighteen. I'm gonna stick to my guns. Sis, sis was sixteen. <laughs> I don't care what she said. She was sixteen, and if she was eighteen, then she don't care about herself. But anyway, <laughs> sis was up there. <laughs> I said what I said. I said what I said. Sis, that was a tough looking eighteen. Listen, man, some of these kids, like, how old are you? God, dang, damn, your skin rough. <laughs> Listen, so she was up there on this thing. Now, we were on the train to the festival. Okay. The guy next to me asked me, did I want to purchase E? I said, oh, no, I don't do that. <laughs> nope. Don't do that. He's just like, oh, but you don't. I don't do it. I don't do it. He's just like, oh, I got E, I got Molly, I got, I don't do any of that. Thank you don't. for the information, sir. I don't want it. So she was up there. Oh, I want to try. Bitch. <laughs> so I cocked my head. Like, the fuck? You want to do what? You want to do what, huh? No, no, little mama. Stay what you're doing. She goes and starts asking him 15 questions. Oh, what's the likelihood of me overdosing? What? The plug, the person that was selling just walks away. Just walks. We're on a train. He just walks in the next car. And she was just like, I thought those were nice questions. And I said, how? She's like, I'm 18. No, you're not. 
Ain't no way. I thought they were nice. Quit, yo. <laughs> These kids out here be wilding. The kids at the festivals be wilding. The toxic men. And, I, and we just, I'm just, not even just Travis fans. Male festival attendees. What I don't understand is Uh-oh. it'd be all of these women at these festivals. Mm-hmm. All you've seen it. All of these women at these festivals. Okay, where we where we going with this? We and you want to push past us to be upstage on a nigga. Like men were actually pushing girls out the way for the city girl set. I said, all this huh? ass being thrown, and you pushing us out the way. Oh, we're trying to get close to Trippy. Trippy don't care about you. Trippy don't want to see no men. <laughs> Trippy is a heterosexual man. He don't want to see none of y'all. He want women showing titties in the front. You're not wrong, and I really have no answer for that. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. It was one, it was these two dudes. Again, we're going to go, they were over 6'5". I know that for a fact. Okay. So these two dudes, and they're two, fr- they're two short friends. Now, those men were not of six feet. I said what I said. Anyway. No comment. They come and make like this chain, like how girls do, like when we just grab the hand to make, it. they do this to get through the crowd. So it just so happens that me and Maya gets stuck in between. So essentially, we're forced Didn't to drag them. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, oh, you need to, I need to get past you. I'm going to move you if I have to get past you. And I said, what are you so anxious for to be near the stage? I need to see Uzi. Uzi don't want to see you. He waiting for, um, he waiting for JT. He don't want to see you. Not to mention, Uzi's the baddest bitch. So his doubt... Uzi's a bad bitch. The baddest bitch. Did you see him with his fluffy air, um, his fluffy headphones? Listen, that man does he does what he wants. Baddest bitch, Uzi. Uzi don't want to see you, so Ugh. I'm off that. But yeah, men stop pushing women out the way to be close to other men. I mean, look, and calling ourselves straight. Hello, listen. It- let them be great. If they want to go up there to see whatever, whoever, listen. That's, that's no, because Yachty said it. Yachty said it during his set. He said, why are these men in the front? Where are the women at? He did say that. He definitely did say that. <laughs> he, he said, where are the women at? He said, y'all push women out the way to be in the front? That's what they did. They don't want to see you. They try to see I, women. Listen, I ain't sitting there condoning it. I'm just saying, if we, if we go on correctly you know remember what happened that's what happened that's what happened so i got i mean i i think the unfortunate part is while this was a travesty it's not going to be the last of its kind oh definitely not and that's what's that's disgusting and i think especially with all these new festivals just popping up like okay day in vegas the first time they did day in vegas was 2019 and i was i was i bought my ticket but i was skeptical to go number one it was at the las vegas um festival grounds which was the site of that mass shooting a couple years ago oh shit so that was that and number two it was the first year so i was like are they gonna have enough right and then i found out that the people who do put on day in vegas are the same people who put on coachella and i said oh 
We good. We're, we're, good. we're good to go. We're good yeah. to go. And somebody was just like, what do you mean? I said, Coachella has been going on years. Bravo. The only thing that ever happens at Coachella is people passing out from dehydration, which is to be expected because you're in the desert. Right. But other than that, fights, not an issue. Um, mass people um, ODing, not an issue. Like those things aren't issues. So I'm just like, yeah, I, I'll go to Taco had a great time. Um, Las Vegas PD, you would have thought they were having a convention the way they were spread out with that motherfucking bitch. Um, I'm so serious. I was, was at one point, I was just like, but damn, what the hell? If I'm missing something, and they're just like, no, we're just doing crowd control. But all of these festivals keep popping up. People, um, festivals being, glor- I wouldn't even say glorified. TikTok has brought in a new yeah, insight to festivals or a new view on festivals. Yeah. And people see these little one minute videos and think, oh my gosh, this is epic. I'm just going to go and have so much fun. First, to be fair, you can go and you can have a great time. However, if you know the rules. <laughs> right, that's fair. And TikTok has brought this these Social media influencers. Oh, I'm so tired of social media influencers at festivals. Bro, bro. I'm so tired of it. Because then they throw temper tantrums when they don't get attention. I, I don't follow you, ho. Baby girl, I don't know who the fuck you are. Oh, I have this many followers. Okay, and I ain't one of them. Move yeah. out the way. And I ain't one of them. Get the fuck out of my way. Move out the way. So it's this is going to continue to happen. Um, do I believe in canceling Travis Scott? Because this is a big thing. No, I'm going to say this. But what does canceling someone actually Exactly. So do I believe in canceling him? No. Do I believe that he should be taken off all the festival rosters? No. And people are just like, oh, they took him off a day in Vegas. From what I heard, he stepped down because he just didn't want to do the show. And I, given, say, I, I think it's more of a he stepped down, not they kicked him off. Yeah. Do I, but people are like, oh, he shouldn't be allowed to do festivals. So I believe that he shouldn't be allowed to do festivals. No. Do I, I believe maybe he shouldn't be allowed to plan them? That and I feel that certain security measures need to be taken during his sets right. at particular festivals. I agree. That um, do I believe we should cancel all festivals? Because somebody's just like, oh, all music festivals need to go. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's that's a bit too much. I don't agree with that either. I just feel we need to plan better. I agree. I agree. This was avoidable. It was. When you knew that you were understaffed, and you knew days and days and days before that you were understaffed. I agree. You could have made the modifications for it. Mm-hmm. Just like your venue didn't have enough, from what I heard, your venue didn't have enough space to hold the 60,000 people you sold tickets to. That's a problem. That, that, that's a big ass problem so those are my thoughts on that I do have a question for you will What's you ever be going back to another music festival <laughs> I don't know man it, it, it would have to be somewhere I've never been before because I'm, I'm going to tell you why my, my displeasure with Rolling Loud one it was in fucking New York I have come to realize everything about New York, I fucking hate. <laughs> so, like, that shit could have been a 20 out of 20, but because it was in New York, fuck it, I ain't going. 
driving <laughs> in New York fucking sucks. Like the people in New York fucking suck. Like I ain't gonna lie, hotel I was in was nice, but when we first pulled up, I said, "Am I about to get my kidneys taken? What the <laughs> fuck, Bruh, What? Not your kidneys taken, Bruh. So like, I always make the joke when I you know travel different places about how their buildings are and how they're built. In some places they build out, in some places they build up. Yeah, New York they build up, and it's like yeah. bruh, it's very narrow. That shit, it, bruh. I'm like my nigga, if I stretch, I'm gonna smack somebody. Like I wouldn't do that. Oh, you couldn't have been in our hotel room then. Our hotel room was narrow. I mean, listen, you had a great hotel room, but like, bro, like it was just New York. I was like, oh, ew, this is why I don't come here. Like, so that was, I'm be honest, that was probably my only gripe. And granted, it, it was easy to get, you know, where we, where we was going. You know, it was one stop on the train. That wasn't a problem. Um, so I mean. It wasn't terrible, but you know, if, I, if I'm doing this again, it would have to be in Miami. So because Miami 2022, got it. I didn't go that far, but <laughs> the tickets go on sale like um, in like a couple weeks. I didn't go that far. I mean, we're not going to talk about how Rolling Loud definitely reused some of the shit from Miami because that shit definitely still said Rolling Loud Miami on it. I'm like. Oh, you cheap bastards. <laughs> oh, you talking about your... Yeah. Oh, mine didn't. Mine all had New York up there. Oh, I should... I'm like, you cheap bastards? <laughs> but no, I mean, like I said, I had a good time. It, it definitely was draining. Like, I'm, bruh. Bruh. So, I mean, I might do another one, but like, it, it would have to be like, the, the selection of people would have to be J. Cole. I don't know. So... I got caught in the mosh pit at Wale. So, <laughs> like, I love Wale. Now, first of all, Wale was late. So, like, I thought he got caught up in some bullshit, too, because he was supposed to go on before Rick Ross. Yes, but yes. I guess they switched it. Whatever. It was cool. So, he gets on there, you know, calls the NYPD, calls them out. And I'm like, all right, motherfucker, listen, you still got to get out of here. So, like, you don't want to too much. <laughs> but, you know, he's not doing his thing. Cool. We get to the last song of his set. It is No Hands. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Again, I get it. it I mean, it's, it's a nice little song, but like, it ain't nothing that I'm thinking of. Mosh pit going to get, bro. Open it so, up. Then you see shit get thrown in the air. Nah, fuck all that. Strategically was in like the middle back. That was strategic where we were placed. I'm and like, you no. got stuck. Bro, so I'm like, all right. If anything is crazy up in the front, it's cool, far enough removed where I ain't got to worry about it. Mm-hmm. The fucking mosh pit started from behind me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, now you you've seen me. I'm not a small human, and then you got more. <laughs> so like the fact that I'm being thrown like a fucking rag doll, I'm like. I'm not small. What the? How do you f- think I feel when I'm in the pit? Yo, I'm like the only goal is to make sure me and the people that I came with do not get on the ground. As long as we don't get on the ground, we fine. But like, if one of us hits the ground, it's a, it's it's, it's done. It's right. Because <laughs> that shit was wild. I was just like, bitch, how? <laughs> so I mean, I guess now I gotta have 360 vision because. <laughs> 
you know, apparently my spit starts at the back of towns now. They started the back, the front, the side. Yeah. We thought we were safe during a trippy set because we were in the back towards the daily on stage. So like where uh, Cole was gonna pop up. Right. All of a sudden, I feel the movement coming from the left. I said, oh, and then I feel it for the right. I said, oh, shit. They opened two up side by side. I said, ah, I'm stuck. <laughs> Next thing you know, I get her up like 15 feet forward. I'm crying. I'm like, oh. Now I'm hot and sticky. So like, the mosh pit was Wale. Now, it wasn't so much a mosh pit as it was just a bunch of like people grouped up together when Bosch was performing, which I thought was pretty cool. I'm like, all right, you know, y'all made a little dance circle with this one big ass dude who started fucking it up. I'm like, damn, man, you gotta be like seven foot, but all right, fuck it up. You do your thing. Like, then they have to on toilet paper around. I said, what the fuck? Hey, yo. Toilet paper, water, shoes. I said, hold up. Hoodie. These bathrooms. There ain't no fucking toilet paper. I'm gonna die fucking laughing. Hey, what's the different for the porta bodies? I mean, I was in VIP, so we had toilet paper. Oh, I had toilet paper. <laughs> we was good then. Yo, but that ain't gonna lie. So, VIP bathroom's definitely nice. Not going for it. But, like, so I don't know what transpired in the woman bathroom. But, like... <laughs> they was fighting. Problems. They wasn't fighting. But, like, they opened the door and, like, water came falling. I said, what? <laughs> you know what? Not my problem. But, damn. So, like, girls are like, oh, can I go in? No. I think I was in the law for like 20 minutes. Ah, you better get your ass in the back. Listen, the funny thing is, I was at I was I was at the regular, I was at the party pass. I had to wait. I all of my party parties were clean. Um, you know, security stands by the porta potty, make sure people not fucking inside them. Yeah, uh, yeah that is trifling. <laughs> it happened in Miami. They that, would say the Don't get me wrong. I'm about as horny as the next horny demon that I know. Okay. No, it's stink. I, I can't do that. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's actual shit right there. Come on. A porta a porta body, bro. A porta body, bro. Nah. Nah. I can't. I, I ain't that fucking horny. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, at that point, like, do you feel Do you love yourself? At that point? Because it's like, Damn, bro, like, we just fucked in this smelly-ass porta potty. Like, why would, why would we do that? I, Michael, I, how did you stay hard to do that? Like, Bro, then, like, me, most porta potties now got the little urinal jaw and then the seat. So, like, it ain't a whole lot of space. <laughs> no. Again, I'm not that horny where I'm like, fuck it, we gonna get it popping in this porta potty, bro. So, you would go to another festival. Now, question. Answer. This is the last question. We go save it up with this. If you went to another festival, would you be comfortable going to a Travis Scott set? Um, I would say yes, and I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Because if it's if it's a festival, is if it is a festival not run by him. Everyone will take into account what happened and security will be heightened or it, I'm assuming that security would be heightened because we don't want that to happen again. 
So any other festival that would book him would have to be prepared to dispatch extra security when he's performing. And I think that for the next couple of years, that will be the thing that's going to happen with his stuff. I don't think he's going to stop performing because I mean, I, I just don't foresee that. That's happening. how rappers make money. They, right. they got to perform. Like, I just don't foresee that happening. But I do think that every venue he books, every city he goes to, one of their requirements will be for him to probably have to purchase extra security on top of what was already provided, which I don't think is an unfair request, personally. So, again, would I go? Yes. Would my black ass keep myself towards the back? Absolutely. I'm cool. Nope. You can do the whole mind spin shit all the way up there. I, If I'm not going to hear you, I'm cool, bro. <laughs> I'm good, dog. I, well, I tell you, I was so far in the back for his set. You would have thought I was waiting for Chief Keith. Like, <laughs> and I mean, but that, that, but so that's my thing with a couple of the, oh, like, I mean, I would do the same thing for Uzi. The only person that I would care about being in the front for is J. Cole. But at the same time, I also wouldn't go to a music festival to see J. Cole either. Not anymore. Mm-mm. I was, I would strictly keep it to concerts because I don't know what was going on with the stage over there, but everybody over there, for me, anyway, because, I mean, I like music and, like, clarity and stuff, that mic was shitty. Oh, no, it was. It was something going on because when A Boogie came on the night before, he couldn't hear. That was, So mm-hmm. his earpiece was messed up, and his mm-hmm. mic was messed up, and all we were getting were feedback was for, like, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then he couldn't, because he couldn't hear, nobody could tell. He wasn't, he couldn't hear that they were telling him, hey, come the fuck back to get the stuff done. It was something wrong with that stage. Um, I honestly felt that the stage was too close to the other stage and that was causing issues Probably. with the two of them because I was just like, you have your two main stages very close together. Like, usually... Was, like, don't get me wrong, Cole was lit. I mean, he put on a great performance, but like, it was more so because people knew his songs that we knew what to say. Like, and we knew how to follow along because for a lot of that, you really couldn't hear it. Yeah, so no. Cole, Love Cole Festival, I would say his festival performances aren't great. When you see, if you've only ever seen him at a festival, you're going to love it. Right. But if you've seen him at a, at concert, a concert and then to see him at a festival, it's like one of those things, I don't get the same aesthetic. Like, I, I right. don't feel like you're telling me a story like you do at your concert. Right. Right. I feel like, oh, I'm going to do this hour set. It, that's that. No, I agree. Um, I, I definitely agree. Um, but I mean, listen, <laughs> the next time that man on tour, I will definitely be there. <laughs> did you get your ticket for Dream Fest? I did not. It's still out before I could. No, it's not. Because tickets are still available. Oh, well, then I need to get on that. <laughs> oh, because I booked the hotel already. I mean, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but yeah, so that that's, there are certain artists, the Uzis, the Travis Scotts, the, you know, Lil Yachty. Those kind of people, festivals are made perfectly for them. Check West. Because they don't really say a whole lot. Of it. They don't really say a whole lot. So it's like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm really off the vibe. I'm really just jump around and have a good time and vibe. But for the, the deep, the, the deeper ones that you know kind of got a little bit of a substance, you kind of want to see them in concerts. And that way, you know, even with Wale, like he was good and you could hear him. But like, I'm like, yo, I, I definitely want to go to a Wale concert. But I know that it'll be all him. Like. He's not competing for attention. No, it's we we all here for you, my boy. Like, what, what you got? 
that's just me. But it, it was definitely a good experience. So, yeah. All right. And with this, my final thoughts are rage responsibly and have some decency. Have some motherfucking decency. And that's what I got to say on that. And, um, so we hope you enjoyed the episode. Definitely follow us on the gram on Sundays, you know, with your two favorite hosts. And we will be back with another episode. We back, y'all. We back. Back. <laughs>